Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish, here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy DM Prep. In this weekly show, I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday D&D game. In this case, I am running the hardcover campaign adventure, Rime of the Frostmaiden. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. If you want to help support shows like this, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash slyflourish and signing up. Uh, so I think we're at like episode 22 or something like that and we are finally out of chapter one we are deep into chapter two chapter two is not nearly as big and arduous as chapter one was which is nice so in the last session of our game the characters began let's let's go to my so i am once again i am using notion to handle all of my campaign notes in the show notes below, you can get a link to see how I use Notion and get my template that lets you build out your campaign notes in Notion the same way I'm using here. An interesting thing is how Notion has been supporting me in physical play. I'm back to playing at my table again, and I had not been using Notion when I was playing at the table last time. So it's interesting that like keeping Notion on my phone and going through it has actually worked pretty well. It's been, a, it's, been a, it's been an efficient way for me to run a game in person as well as playing online. My Sunday game is going to stay online, however. I think, I think it's easier for everybody uh, to not have to travel. So we're going to stay in an, online, in an online game. So old session notes. Let's look at what happened last week and where things started. So that would be the 18th. So we started... Yeah, okay, that's right. So we started at the front of the caves of or the of the cackling chasm. They were headed to the cackling chasm to recover the heart of the Idescendant, a, a big piece of the nautiloid ship, the Idescendant, that they could then bring back to that ship, uh, and the ship could then repair itself and make itself astral plane worthy so that the the Illithid halflings, members of Perrin, Perrin is a halfling in our, in our, one of the characters, his brother and some other villagers that were captured by the Illithid, by the original Illithids known as the old ones had converted them into Illithids, but then left them to die when the ship crashed. Those Illithids, the old ones have gone deep into the mountains to set, to create a new colony of Illithids around a, around an elder brain. But the younger Illithids who are not yet connected to any kind of Enclave. They're not connected to any kind of uh, single sentience. Say we need to leave here before they build that elder brain, or else we will become part of their part of their collective. So if you can repair our ship, we can leave, and then we'll go sail off in the astral plane and have fun on our own, and we'll sort of be our own set of illithids. And but we need to get out of here. So they said, "Yes, we will do this for you." So they traveled to the they traveled to the cackling chasm, and they did in fact. I mean, did I, did I keep notes? Did I create notes? Oh, please tell me. I wrote it down somewhere. Where's my NPCs? I didn't. I suck. I'm going to have to remember the name because I, I created the name on the fly and I didn't write it down. And that that's, you should always write down the names as they come up. So I created a new herald of Teklili, which was a vampire kobold. And man, I hope one of my players remembers who it is because it was a really cool name. And the vampire, so this vampire kobold is watching them, right? And he is saying to them, you better not let those gnolls out. If you let those gnolls out, Teklili is going to be very upset with you. And Teklili is the god of the ice. He's the god of the, cow he's god of the caves of, of the howling caves. Right? Of the, the, he's god of the caves of hunger. And he 
Once Vengeance. Well, they have seen Tech Lili's work before with a bunch, like a dozen dead gnolls. And in my version of this, Tech Lili was an outcast from these gnolls of the Cackling Chasm, drank weird blood down in the caves near Yethrin, became a vampire gnoll, came back up and was so angry with the gnolls for having kicked him out that he's like, I'm going to starve you all to death. I could kill you all. I would rather watch you eat each other to death. Right. So he's now lurking outside the caves, the, the, the cackling chasm, making sure that none, none of the gnolls escape. And his herald, a vampire kobold that he created, kind of talks about him. So this idea of the vampire kobold is a really kind of fun, <clears throat> fun thing. I just forget the name of the guys. You know, he had a really cool name and I can't remember what it was. So they went inside. They crawled around. They fought a bunch of gnolls. They fought the main boss and defeated the main boss. They did a bunch of trickery with like charm person, charm, you know, yeah, they charm person and got like one big knoll to fight other big knolls. They destroyed all of the undead knolls that were there. They fought the main boss. They released the, there is a Orlo, Orlo Skywatcher is a, is known to Auken, a Goliath that is there, but he, he has pieces of Shardalon in his body and he, it's driving him, driving him mad. And so he went in and he's killing a bunch of other gnolls while he's about to step outside. So this, I have a strong start for today's session, which is him. He killed a bunch of gnolls. They killed a bunch of gnolls. They're going to walk out and be like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he's going to be like turning around and he's going to be, you know, vein, weird veins coming out of his face and like a, a beating. They'll see his like black beating heart because uh, the Shardalon got into him and he's going to charge an attack. So that'll be a fun, strong start. And that, that was basically what happened in last session's game. So let us go here, generate a new session planning template. We have today is the 25th Sunday, Frost Maiden. And as we do always, we start by reviewing the characters. I don't know that anybody is out today. I, I sent out my attendance list and it seemed like everybody was going to be there. So that's cool. Oh, no. Ilda said, uh, Juliet who plays Ilda said she was going to be late. So she's going to show up late, but that's fine too, because her character ran off after finding out that she is potentially, she is written into the Book of Thrun. So, Ilda is a half-Goliath, half-elf, who is a barbarian. Her parents are two high elves who had secret ties to both the cult of Oral and the cult of Thrun. Uh, Thrun is a thing I am adding to Frostmaiden. Thrun is an elder evil from the book Elder Evils. In the book Elder Evil, it is referred to as Father Lymac. I have changed it to, to call it Thrun, and Father Lymac is a herald of Thrun. Because Father Lymac seemed weird for an elder evil. But it is a powerful, terrible creature that had come from the far realm. It was not aware of any existence of life until elves opened a portal between its world and theirs. And it suddenly saw life and needed to devour it. And it came through as this twisted, like giant bloated locust creature thing that the, the, you destroyed all kinds of stuff. The elves managed to trap it and imprison it in a prison of ice inside the mountains north of the Sword Coast where it was imprisoned for many, many centuries until the Netherese came and got it. The Netherese floated over in their city of Yethrin. They plucked it up. They started using this prison with this uh, elder evil in it as a source of energy. They then crashed, their Yethrin crashed, the cradle that held, that holds Thrun cracked and Thrun's essence started going out. And one of the results of this essence, which happened 5,000 years ago, is it froze all of the north it created icewind dale as a frozen wasteland so that i'm changing the canon i don't care and 
that adds into this whole thing. Thrun is down underneath the ice. So there are prophets and people who wrote about the books of Thrun. There are, you know, lots of Thrun secrets. Anyway, there's a question of, is Ilda, is Ilda a member of the, uh, is she, what's her tie to Thrun, right? What is her connection to, to, to Thrun? There's some kind of connection there. She, she found pictures of herself in a book that was written over the past 5,000 years, right? Like they, they, they showed her and she's like, why the hell am I there? You know, so. So we have Ilda. Auken Dawncaller is a Goliath. He has seen nightmares of the structure underneath the ice. He is a Goliath of the Worm Dune Crag Goliaths. And there could be time to meet, you know, it could be, there could be good times to meet the Worm Dune Crag Goliaths. That could be fun. We have Shadowhawk. Shadowhawk is a, uh, now he was a drow, but now he is becoming an illithid. He has an illithid parasite that is now a symbiote that is in his head. He can now open his mouth and ethereal tendrils come out of his mouth and drain life out of people and give him hit points back. That is one of the, I took that from Van Richten's guide. It is one of the, uh, one of the, what do they call the origin? Not an origin, but the things that kind of replace your race. His, his thing is doing that. And he's, you know, the player's happy with it. He's like, yeah, that's cool. And it's not going to kill him. It says you and I are going to live a long life together. So that's really cool. But he is, however, being hunted by the uh, Knight's Kiss assassins. And I want to expose the fact that the Knight's Kiss assassins are aware of the fact that now he is no longer just a drow and is now an illithid. And they want to capture him, not, not kill him. Gorwen Alcazar is a secret member of the Grey Castle family here in the Sword Coast. He runs a merchant thing. He runs a bunch of pyramid schemes and he is a trickster. He's a cleric of the trickster god. Lots of fun stuff there. He actually had somebody imprisoned against with, with false evidence because he's a bastard. Perrin Fat Rabbit is a halfling who had been picked up. He's kind of a conspiracy nut, but not because it's not true. He is a ranger. Lineage was the word. Yeah. Uh, so we have a new lineage for uh, uh, Shadow where he is a essentially a vampire. I'm using the vampire lineage, but I'm using it as a mind flayer with mind flayer stuff rather than vampire stuff. Because if you look at the vampire, you can actually have a bunch of different kinds of vampire and one of them is kind of mind flayery. So Perrin uh, had been captured by the mind flayers and had been modified too, but it didn't seem like he has a symbiote in him. Although he's seen that there's like web works, there's like networks in his, you know, they, they started to, and he's got like weird veins in his, and sometimes he sees things. And he, his brother had been turned into an illithid. And that's why they're trying to get rid of the, they're trying to get the descendant to work and so he can fly out there. We have Candle in the Dark. Candle is a, a tabaxi rogue, former agent of the Xanathar back in Waterdeep, back in Skullport. He and his family are on the run and being hunted by an assassin named Shakar Ballard. And, and uh, the Ebonheart. Isn't, so Ebonheart's the name of a Djokovic too, isn't it? Shakar Ballard the Ebonheart. This, the caller for that is uh, Guy Gaz Greenhood. So that is, I, and I don't know what I'm going to do with this angle. I'm... I'm you know, I got, I got a lot of threads and I don't know how I'm going to yank on them yet. <clears throat> so that's tricky. Strong start. So I want to have two strong starts. I think strong start. Number one is Shadowhawk sees a vision of the night's kiss. Do, 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 do. Notice that he is no longer a drow, but has some sort of telepathic psionic 
power. Now they want to capture him instead of kill him. So he's going to get this vision because he's going to his, he's going to sort of black out for a minute and he's going to see this image like while they're resting, right? Or while they're kind of thing. And then I need to go back. Let's see, open this new tab. Get my NPCs. Oh, I don't, he's not an NPC. He's just listed in the notes from last game. Orlo. Isn't Orlo, or, or is, is Orlo the name of the, that jackass in the cartoon? He-Man, right? Is that Orlo and He-Man? Orlo Skywatcher attacks. They can decide what they're going to do with Orlo. Are they going to try to recover him? Are they going to kick him into the gorge? What's going to happen? So scenes, Orlo, atta Orlo attacks. Then they will probably return to the Idescendant, restore the heart of the Idescendant. Orko, that was right. Restore the heart of the Idescendant. Then, then they have kind of paths ahead of them, right? They can return to East Haven. And then the next quest, and those quests involve travel to the Lost Spire. So explore the Lost Spire. That's one. Find Macradius in the Black Cabin. Investigate Zardarok Fortress. Are there any other outstanding quests that they have? What? Uh, let's take a look at the book and let's look for chapter two stuff. So... The, so Black Cabin is one of them. Cackling Chasm, they will have done. Cave Berserkers are not doing. Uh, Dark Dodges is a rumor, but not up yet. It is said that they're doing. Jarl Moot is a potential rumor. Oh, yeah. So there's an encounter that I ran for my Wednesday group that I want to run. And, and now might not be a bad time to run it. Although maybe, I think they have enough quests. They don't necessarily need more right now. So that's probably better after they've completed some of their other quests. But maybe they'll learn about it. I'm not going to do Karkolek. Lost Spire is one of them. Regged Tribe, not going to bother with. Revel's End is a quest for later. Sky Tower Shelter, not doing. Wormdoom Crag, maybe they'll meet up there eventually. So I guess those are all of them. So yeah, uh, the next big quests are Black Cabin, the Lost Spire, and Zardarok. Right? Sunblight Fortress, is that what it's called? Is that the name of this place? What is this place? Zardarok's Fortress, they just call it. We'll call it Sunbite Fortress or Zardarok Fortress. Uh, so I think like, you know, this is the, don't don't put more than three quests out. You know, don't make life hard. So those will be the next quests and I'm kind of prepared. So then we can have an encounter on their way, right? I think this group has already seen, you know, one problem I have when I run for multiple groups is I can't remember which group saw what. But I think both groups have seen, did this group see it? I don't know if they did. The dragon, the, the, you know, so maybe, maybe somebody who's paying more attention to me can help. Did the dragon show up? Have I already done the encounter where the white dragon shows up after, after having eaten a Yeti? I can't remember if I did that one. Because if not, that was a great encounter. So we have an encounter. You know, I am running online for this one. So is there an encounter or something that they could run into? We have sort of, three different places that at, at the returning to the descendant, we could have an encounter along the way there. And I could just roll randomly. Maybe I'll just roll randomly and see where it goes. Right. Or, or we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at our secrets and see like, do I, do I want to put an encounter there? But basically you have an encounter between them going from the, the cackling chasm back to 
from Cackling Chasm. Did they did they let a null free too? I think they did. I think they let a null free and they're going to find, uh, I think they're going to see, when they return to the Ascendant, I think they're going to see Teklili throw a head and spinal cord of, is it not cords, C-R-D, of the null who escaped and then flee. And then he doesn't flee. What does he turn into? What would a null, what flying a, a, a beast would a null turn into? I've already had kobolds turn into sturges. So hi, he can obviously turn into a great big hyena. What's like a flying version of a hyena? Vultures? <clears throat> he could turn into a huge vulture. Bats are too vampire-y. I want something a little different than bats. Varghuls, heads. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So that's going to happen on their way back to the Yid Ascendant. Then they restore there. Then they return. We could have a random encounter here as they return to East Haven. I guess we could just do this here. Then they, an East Haven, what happens in East Haven? So they get the book of, of Dazan. Dazan's book and stuff. And then they choose their next course of action. Explore the Spire, find Macradius, investigate Sunblight Fortress. And then when they go on their way, we have another random encounter. And I don't know which one I will put there. I have a few encounters that I really want to run. So what secrets and clues could come up? So we'll start with secrets and clues that are around the id ascendant. We could say the, the old ones traveled deep into the Underdark to establish a new colony with an elder brain. The Knights Kiss and their house, I think it's House Zalaren. I think he's House Zalaren. Let's find out. So Shadowhawk, he's from House Zalaren. Yeah. Uh, and their House Zalaren masters want Shadowhawk captured, not killed. So we have that. What other? So there's the whole Shakar Ballard. I don't know how the Shakar Ballard thing is going to come to a head. That's the assassin. That's Candle's family and stuff. Probably I'm going to find just like the right time for Shakar Ballard to show up. Any other secrets that are going on around there? Not that I can think of. So then we have other secrets. A creature named Anjuk. Anjukuk. Where is it? Angajuk, Angajuk, knows the way to the hidden island of Grimskull. Angajuk can be summoned with a bell hanging from a scaffold near the edge of the sea of moving ice. The bell is missing. It was stolen by pirates from the Dark Duchess. The Dark Duchess lies frozen on the shores of the Sea of Moving Ice to the east, on the eastern shores. The eastern shores of the Sea of Moving Ice. This is, so the nice thing about these secrets, these are all the secrets that tie together pretty much everything in chapter two and then have the hooks out to the to later chapters. And then I'm kind of getting these out. I don't know which secrets I'm going to need today, right? So we're going to have to figure that because it's like if they go for the Zardarok thing, there's a whole bunch of Zardarok secrets. But I don't, I don't know that I'm going to bother to work those up until I know that they're heading there, which is the whole like Zardarok and 
the his his you know the the woman that he's trying to marry and his sons and all that kind of nonsense. So what else? What is the name of the Gant? Is that his name? The member of the Arcane Brotherhood. Do, 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 do. Rend Hollow. Ha ha! I remember the kobold, the 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 kobold caller. Is this today's? Yes. NPC was Rend Hollow. I made a character card for him. I liked him so much. That's Rend Hollow. Kobold vampire, kind of. Isn't Rend Hollow a great name? That's why I didn't want to lose it. So let's see. Oh, but I but I failed in the thing I was looking for, which was Arcane Brotherhood. So in the Arcane, Valish Gant, right? So Valish Gant, what is Valish Gant now? Spent more time studying the weird power under the ice than anyone. He is imprisoned on at Revel's End, right? So you have a guy who has a lot of information about a lot of a lot of things. A great, a huge bird has been seen flying to and from, flying out over the sea of moving ice. Something had mounted it. Something was riding it. The problem is that like that can get caught up with the dragon. What other? So uh, let's look at the other chapter two quest things. Uh, so the bell, I've got something. Black cabin done. Cackling chasm done. Cave of berserkers not bothering. It. Dark duchess done. It ascendant done. Yarrowmoot. So a circle of huge thrones stands upon a hill called Yarlmoth. It is here that the spirits of the frost giants judge war, judge their followers. A powerful treasure lies underneath. One that can shake the very glaciers. One that can shatter the very glaciers of Icewind Dale. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One more secret, uh, if I, unless I have more than I want to do. So I've got, that was Yarlmoot. Not doing that. Lost Spire. I don't really need a secret for that. Ragged Tribe, not really doing. Revel's End, I've got something there. Sky Tower Shelter, Worm Doom Crag, not doing. So that's pretty much, that covers kind of all of the main connection. Whoops. Uh, the main connection points of chapter two. Chapter two is just plain easier to run. It's weird. What else? All signs of the invisible dwarves have left 10 towns. In other words, they're gone. The, the, the Duergar spies and thieves are gone. Uh, so now what about Thrun stuff? Oh, they're a, an order of elven knights once protected the the thrun's cell they were known as the knights of the black sword some of those their descendants reside in ser so i'm going to do some fun stuff with thrun this this came from conversations my wife and i had about it her character has a connection to to Thrun as well, to mostly to the Knights of the Black Sword. So there's this group in the in the book. There is, if you go to 
which one is it? Caradineval, the Black Swords, right? And there's this whole, like, the Knights of the Black Swords. And we say that they're occultists devoted to Levistus, one of the devils. I'm changing this around, right? And and I, the, the nice thing about stuff like this is you can sort of change it around. So what I'm doing is that essentially what we have, this is some Thrune history. In fact, why don't we write it up in in, in my Thrune notes? I'll go back. I'll go to here. I'll go find Thrune. NPC. Thrune. Open up this page. Got lots of stuff in there. There's a picture of Thrun. Hey, he's a pretty dude, right? Giant mantis, fat mantis. Uh, a mode of flesh thought given for flesh and form. Thrun is not of this world. Dwells in icy prison, awaiting a time when the world will be right for his coming. At this age of freezing darkness draws near. His brood begins to appear, stalking the wastes in preparation for his reign. If he is released from his prison, the entire world will be covered in a deadly glacier, removed from light and hope for all time. Imprisoned somewhere in the spine of the world. And with a collar held beneath the stone of Dugan's Hole. Lots of lore, which I stole directly from. So there's a bunch of lore that I stole directly from Elder Evil. And I just replaced Thrun with, oh, hey, my mom is here. Hi, mom. How are you? So I took it all from Elder Evil, but now I'm changing some of the things. So what is it? Tens of thousands of years ago, the elves drew Thrun into the world. We're just gonna make some bullet points on this, right? I don't, you know, I'm lazy. I'm too lazy for sentences. Tens of thousands of years ago, the elves drew through into the world. Realizing their mistake, they imprisoned him and buried him in the mountains, now known as the spine of the world. 5,000-ish years ago, around, around 5,000 years ago, the Netherese, oh, yeah, one, one other thing, an order of knights, of elven knights was established known as the Knights of the Black Sword. Their sole goal was to guard and protect the prison of Thrun. Around 5,000 years ago, the Netherese became aware of Thrun. They came with their floating city and approached the Knights. They offered three so the knights they offered a choice they offered three choices leave now and never come back stay with us and protect thrun's cell i think we're called the cradle within or die so the netherese came and the, they came with an overwhelming force they came in with their floating city and and with an overwhelming force, and with an overwhelming force, approached the knights. They offered three choices: leave now and never come back, stay with us, join us, and protect Thrun's cradle within Yeth Yethrin, and protect Thrun's cradle within Yethrin, or die right here. And and roughly a third of each of the knights chose each of those. Uh, a third left their charge and became disgraced. I don't know how to spell disgraced. Hey, spell checker. Another third chose the lesser evil of continuing their protection aboard Yethrin under the charge of the Netherin. So they, you know, and then another third died at the hands of the Nether archmages. That is one big ass bullet. Then after a few hundred years, the empire of the Netherese fell because of the whole Mistral, Mistral destroyed the weave. Yethrin fell out of the sky 
and crashed to the temperate earth. Now, I can't spell. The cradle of Thrun cracked and Thrun's energy began to leak. Essence, Thrun's blood, right? Uh, the blood is the life. Began to leak. Icewind Dale began to freeze and the glacier, the Regged, buried Yethrin. Those knights, some of the knights, some of the descendants of the knights who left formed a society of their namesake in Care Dineval. And I think a secret, and we'll add it to our secrets, because this is a cool one, is that Ilda's father, what is Ilda's father's name? I have so many NPCs now. Ermin, Eamon Malicent. No, that's Ilda's mother. Who's Ilda's father? No, that's, yeah, I have that right. Eamon is Ilda's father. Uh, member of the Swords of the Knights of the Black Swords. Former member of the Children of Oral. Thrall to Father Father Limac, the collar of Thrun. So that's Father Limac, Herald of Thrun. You can see how like building the webwork of pages inside Notion is so much fun to do, right? Having all these interconnections of, of NPCs and stuff. He's a creepy, he's a creepy bloke, that guy. So, oh, in the notes. Ilda's father, Eamon, a member of the Knights of the Black Sword, the Guardians of Thrun. Eamon has moved to the Citadel at Care. Deneval. Cool. So, uh, we could have a little personal quest here. What if we have a letter to Ilda from Eamon? Dearest Ilda, I know you and I have not seen, have not what? What would he say? He's a pompous ass <coughs> writing to his daughter seen things the same way for some time. I have moved from our home in Targos to join some friends of mine in the Citadel at Care Deneval. I ask that you visit me here and I can explain much of I can answer many of the questions that no doubt plague you. Your father, Eamon, embossed a symbol of an elven rune with a black sword over the top of it. So this can be sort of a, uh, a quest, you know, sort of a, a character quest that she could go there and visit her father and, and learn more and maybe see Father Limac and what does he want? So Eamon thinks that his daughter is the key. Well, so it's an interesting thing. So the, the, the Knights of the Black Sword originally formed to protect Thrun, 
the, the, the cell of Thrun, but a group of them kind of betrayed their order and separated. P.S. You have an essence of a fat elder death locust inside you. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. So I, I, I think that his, the collar of Lymac, the collar of Father Lymac, the collar of Thrun, the Herald of Thrun, definitely wants Thrun to be released. And I think that Ilda, they believe that Ilda is either could potentially be the key to becoming a new Knight of the Black Sword and, and can ensure that Thrun does not escape, or she could be the very one to release him, right? That, that you know, is, is, is she the chosen one? She could be the chosen one. I think Eamon believes this because he has seen her. He has, I've, I've, he's seen her inside the, the book, right? So I think that that's a possibility. Anyway, that might be a fun note to receive when they go to East Haven, right? Return to East Haven. Ilda gets a note from her father. They get to Zahn's book and stuff. I guess we'll, we'll do that first. Now, of course, the danger of this is like, hey, look, more subquests, right? But I think it's fine. Now I don't feel so bad. Like, you know, I, I think we're cool there. Uh, fantastic locations. So how many different random areas do I potentially have? We've got... Traveling back from, so I think here uh, we're going to see the Teklili's, Teklili's killing ground. Only Teklili will be there. Then on their way back from the It Ascendant to East Haven, we want a place. Ornate, poisonous monolith of the Frost Giants. That could be pretty cool. That might be time for the Frost Giant encounter. I don't know about poisonous. So we'll just go... Ornate monolith of the frost giants. Top an icy hill. So that gets them from those are the two. And then we'll 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 do a third location that would be from East Haven to wherever they're going after that. Buried marble cairn to Umberley. That's kind of cool. You know, I love this boy. This this Icewind Dale random monument generator. That pays its that pays its value every time I use it. Who is Umberley? Let's do some Umberley research. Umberly's the, the bitch queen, yeah. I don't think we're going to do Umberly. We'll be another cool god. Why would there be a bitch queen monument way out way out here? Let's go to our... Where are the gods? Are the gods in the back? Gods of the multiverse. Uh, so we have Oral. Azuth, god of wizards. Bane, god of tyranny. Bathsheba, god of mis goddess of mis misfortune. Baal, Shantae. Siric, Denir. Eldath, Gond, Helm, Ilmatter, Kelimvor. Uh, Lathander, Liara, Lovatar, Malar. How about Malar? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good one. Very marble cairn of, of Malar. Would it be marble or bone? Stone. Buried stone cairn of Malar. Who are the tribes? Ragged nomads. So we have tribe of the bear. A tribe of the bear has fallen under sway of evil, formed an alliance with supernatural entity Ice Witch, demises also spells Volvarg's doom, allowing the sole reigning chieftain to declare himself the bear king. He tries to be honorable, but he's without mercy and doesn't change his mind easily. Trouble relating to ten towners. So tribe of the bear would be kind of cool. Is that still the case in Frostmaiden? Let's take a look. Kitty, not now. Kitty. Oh, come here, you naughty kitty. Oh, God, you're banging on things. Monk, come up here. Come on up here. Come on. Oh, you're just going to scratch down there? You don't want to show off? Can everybody hear me okay? Cat bang the mic. Cave of the Berserkers. 
I wonder if I'll use this section. This can be kind of fun. I, I look at it. This could be kind of a fun little side quest thing here. So maybe we'll, I don't know. I might, I, I might not want to throw away the cave, the cave of the berserkers thing. Cause it, it could be kind of cool. Uh, and maybe it's a ornate, let's see, buried stone cairn of mull with inlaid with Shardalon. Tracks to the cave of the bear. It could be a little side quest, maybe. So many side quests. The question is why? Like, what do they get by going here? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I, I like that idea, though. There's some other place they see. Monsters. We have Shardalon Berserker. We have... Maybe it's time to face some vampire spawn. Maybe when they're at the hill. Let's take a look at what a kobold vampire looks like. Kobold vampire spawn. Challenge rating three, 39 hit points. They can only bite. That's lame. Lame for challenge rating three. Oh, they have pack tactics. That's nice. What if we made them vampire spawn with pack tactics? One, I mean, like one attack for 10 damage. That's challenge rating three. It's weak. Weak, weak, weak. Man. Wizards of the Coast hates vampires because all their vampires are weak. Yeah, so this is better. Uh, so there are six fifth level characters. That's 30. Half of that is 15. They should be able to take on three vampire spawns. And that would be on the edge of deadly. And that's probably about right because six is pretty high. So I think we will have uh, kobold... Vampire spawn. Maybe. I might do that. Any other, as we look through the scenes, any other good spots? Well, we're going to roll some random stuff. All the characters have magical weapons at this point. All the characters that need a magic weapon have one. Uh, random encounter. We'll just kind of roll that and see. Well, I guess we could roll it right now and see, right? Let's get a couple of random encounters. I definitely want to have this scene where they meet an old... I'm probably going to save it for later. I definitely want to have a scene where they, they run into an old frost giant on his mammoth that are, are heading to Jarlmoot. I, I, I ran that encounter for my Wednesday game. And it was really fun. So I want to run it here too. Oh, we're going to roll some random encounters. Nah, pack tactics is fine. They'll be fine. It's all fine. Balance is a, you got, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be good. I'm also going to add necrotic damage onto their attacks because I like it. I want to scare them. Since it's three to six. You know, six characters, three monsters, you know, they're they're so, it's going to be pretty easy. So random wilderness encounter. Let's roll a couple times. I got an 18 and a five. Five is an ice troll. They already fought an ice troll. 18 are huge. So bear, they could meet some bear tribe folk. That would kind of make sense. And that could be tribal warriors. It could also be werebear. That'd be kind of cool if things go badly. And they're oral worshipers, right? That'd be cool. I think that's probably fine. Let me just roll a couple other times, see what I get. 14, 19. A Goliath party. That would be pretty cool because they could be followers of Wormdune Crag. Where is Wormdune Crag? Do I have a map in here somewhere? There it is. Chapter two. Okay, there we go. So Wormdune Crag is way southeast, but we can move it wherever we want. Yeah, so we could move it to like not far from the Cackling Chasm. Or maybe, yeah, we could kind of move it wherever we want because these things are kind of far out. So we'll figure that out. Treasure. Is there any treasure that they need to have? Yes. 
So they they get access to the treasure that Dazan had. And so we can get a couple of magical things. Uh, let's just roll some randomly and see what we get. But I think like a wand of magic detection. I don't know if they already got that. What else would Dazan, a wizard of the of the Arcane Brotherhood, carry? This is a five. Legendary no. Spell scroll of armor of Agathis. That's kind of cool. It's a little fun thing you might carry because it's got cold. Shh. Bracers of defense. I don't know if anybody has that. I think I've already given that out. I'll have to check. Potion of greater healing. We could do these two potions. What he need? He doesn't need hill giant strength. So we'll just do a potion of greater healing. Uh, a bag of holding. Nah. Deck of illusions. Ear horn of hearing. Whoops. Robe of useful items. Let's take a look at that. Uh, robe has two of each of the following patches. Uh, dagger, bullseye, lantern, steel, mirror, 10-foot pole, hemp, and rope, sack. In addition, there's a bunch of other stuff. 44 other patches. Chooses the patches that determines. What was that? 10 other things? No riding horse. That's pretty cool. I kind of dig that. So we'll have, he has a robe of useful items. I think that's Brandon Brace's a defense. Cool. So I've got, it is past time. I have got everything I need to run today's game. I think we are all set. Lots of stuff. Dug into the lore a bit today too, which might be of interest. And we will see. So I want to thank everybody for coming today. It's always a great pleasure. If you want to help me out, there are, if you enjoyed this show and you want to help me out, there are four things you can do. One, you can subscribe to me on YouTube. Two, you can subscribe to the Sly Flourish newsletter. Three, you can support me on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash slyflourish and signing up. And four, you can pick up my books, Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master or the Lazy DM's Workbook. So I want to thank everybody for coming today. Always a great pleasure. Have a great day and we'll see you next week.